0: good morning everyone hope you have a wonderful day we continue we left off with tractate sukkah the second chapter 26a the second line tanya we learn the price scribes who write to save it asia till them as it is hey and day it i get a day and i and the merchants who sell them and the wholesalers and the retailers and anyone who's engaged in the work of heaven. Lasuyeh, which comes to add. What's it coming to add? Mechrei tcheles. Those who sell the blue dye that's needed for the tzitzes. Turimina kishma, menatfil, and our exam from kishma. I guess all the Jewish bookstores. <laughs> exam from kishma, from, from tefillah, from davening, from tefillah, and we call mitzvahs under this potato. All mitzvahs that are mentioned in the Torah. <laughs> all the mitzvahs there are... Right. So even though he already said all the mitzvahs, why does he have to spell out Krishna and Twil and Tvillin"? Mm-hmm. Because In the previous brayza we learned yesterday, mentions these three. Therefore, he specifies these three. But he it's a blanket rule, because if you're engaged in a mitzvah, you're exempt from another mitzvah. Since they're busy with the mitzvahs, what am I busy with? I'm not busy with my own business. I'm busy with tfillah. I'm busy with mezuzas. I'm busy with, 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 with writing a taurus. I'm busy with selling it. So therefore, I'm busy with selling the blue dye that's needed. So therefore, I'm from, I'm busy with a mitzvah. I'm exempt from other mitzvahs. Right. To affirm what Rabbi Yisraeluli said. say, a So that's the rationale. the rabbis learn those who are traveling so it doesn't mean well you can ask you can ask the question says, well, everyone is engaged with mitzvahs I'm wearing tzitzahs means I don't have to do any mitzvahs no if, if engaging in the mitzvah takes up my time either this or that I can't do both at the same time you're busy with a mitzvah I'm busy with a mitzvah taking up my time just the fact that I'm wearing tzitzahs and I'm doing a mitzvah doesn't mean I'm exempt from all other mitzvahs Yid oh, is learning Torah so, actually, that was the rationale. So, some say no, because every m- moment is a separate obligation to learn Tayyidah. So, you can't say, so who says this, I'm already busy in Tayyidah? No, you're obligated to do the mitzvah. On the other hand, we find Benazai, Shimon Ben Benazai, that was the reason they didn't get married, the first mitzvah in the Tayyidah to have children. But they were busy in the mitzvah of learning Tayyidah, so they're, they're exempt from it. They were so busy with it, it was one or the other. They couldn't do both, they couldn't be distracted, they were so engaged in it. So that, that overrides a mitzvah. They're busy with a mitzvah. But in general, a mitzvah that no one else can do for you, you can't say, I'm busy learning tight. You have to you're stop learning. Because the whole the purpose text. of doing learning tight is to do mitzvahs. You can't say, I'm busy learning tight. I, I don't have to act religious. I'm learning. I'll learn all day. No, that's the whole point of learning, is to lead you to action. Right. You can't, then it becomes a contradiction to the learning. Right. If you're not doing any mitzvahs. You're not living a Jewish life. And right. It's a, but Ben Shim and Benazi were unique. Yeah. That's why it says, uh, tra- those who are traveling. For business reasons. Yeah, yeah, you're traveling for your own purposes, not to do a mitzvah. You're traveling by plane, you go, you're go. flying somewhere, you're going by bus, you're, tra- you're by car, you're traveling. You're exempt from a sukkah by your. When you rest at night, when you stop to rest. Yeah. You're obligated, yeah. because you're not busy with. Why? Why are you exempt? I'm not doing a mitzvah. I'm, I'm traveling for business, for my own personal, for pleasure. I'm going on a holiday trip. Why are you exempt? Because it says Teshu. You should sit in a sukkah, just like in your own home. Just because you're sitting at home, it means I'm not going to travel. I'm going. I'm stuck at home. My home is a prison. I'm quarantined. You're living like 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 COVID all your life you're <laughs> stuck at home you're imprisoned in, in your home yes, <laughs> solitary confinement it's not, it's not but home is not a prison of course you can travel so sukkah also the tater is telling you sit in the sukkah the is not telling you you're imprisoned in, in the sukkah you can't leave the sukkah you can't travel anywhere no but at night when you're resting then you have to have a sukkah 26-8 I think they are responsible those who are traveling at night while they're traveling they're exempt from sukkah but then during the day when they're resting they're obligated to in the sukkah and that's the same reason we said that someone who's in pain is not obligated in the sukkah it rains, it's uncomfortable because you wouldn't sit in your house that way so the mitzvah sukkah is like a house whatever you do in your house a house, you would travel, so go ahead and travel. I don't have to eat in the, when you when you're traveling. You have to eat in the home. No, I'm leaving the house, so you don't have to eat in the sukkah either. Would you sit at home if it was uncomfortable? If it was a leak in the roof and there was raining in the house? No, so you don't have to sit in the sukkah. That would go. But when you when you when you settle down, when you're resting, then you're obligated to eat in the sukkah. What if you're traveling both day and night? then your example then but if you're traveling to do a mitzvah then even even when you're, resting, you're even when you're resting you're exempt even when you're resting even when you're not going you're exempt why? because your mind is occupied with the mitzvah so therefore you're I'm busy even though physically I'm not doing anything, just like we learned in the Mishnah, that a chassan is exempt because he's busy with the mitzvah. His thoughts are occupied and engaged with the mitzvah. You know, physically he's not doing anything. Therefore, he's exempt from, from, from reading the Shema. So, not only are isik the mitzvah if you're physically busy with the mitzvah. Even if you're emotionally and psychologically, your mind is engaged in the mitzvah, you're exempt so if you're traveling to do a mitzvah you're exempt those who are traveling to see the Rebbe and they would go on a plane and you're traveling you're allowed to eat without a sukkah because you're doing a mitzvah if you're eating you're engaged with a mitzvah you're exempt from a mitzvah when the Torah says if you do a mitzvah you're exempt from a mitzvah because every mitzvah contains within it all the other mitzvahs so it's it's not like I'm missing out on that mitzvah no by fulfilling this mitzvah in this mitzvah I already have the other mitzvah the other mitzvah is contained in you. So I'm, I am, that is the fulfillment of the mitzvah of sukkah. Yeah, I'm not doing it physically. Yeah, I'm not doing it physically, but by doing this mitzvah, I'm already, I have already the mitzvah of sukkah. I don't need the, don't need the mitzvah. You're right, it's not, no, it's not a to the I have it in this mitzvah. Oh, no, because that was the mitzvah was done already. So seven days later, they were they were They were tummy. yeah. You have to finish one mitzvah before you go on to the next one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. When they would go, they would travel. Because the Shabbos, before Yom they would go to the house of the, of, the, of, the, of the exile ark, the head of the... Yeah, the head of the Jewish community, the president, the leader of the Jewish community, and they would all go... To learn Torah. There was a big and everyone would learn the laws of the yamtiv. Wow. Everyone the Balabatim had off from workings, everyone would come <laughs> to Yeshiva. That's like Yeshiva week. So when they traveled, they would sleep, they would sleep on the on the beaches, on the on the edges right. of the river Suda. And even they went to be makabul Pnei Rabbe, cab- no, here they went actually on the Shabbos, Shabbos of the Rigo, on the country, this was the Shabbos of the Sukkot, and it's a mitzvah to be makabul Pnei Rabbe, they would go to the head of the community, like, like, like traveling to the Rebbe, so they wouldn't even bother with the they were even when they were sleeping, they weren't traveling, they didn't put up the sukkah. I'm busy, I'm busy going to do a mitzvah to mm-hmm. be makabul Pnei Rabbe, and Yamte, just like you have to go. To the base of Niggash and Yamtiv, you also have to go to see your Rebbe and Yamtiv. Yeah. So they were busy with their mitzvah and they said Amri, they said, We're going to the mitzvah so Those who would travel to the Rebbe would actually make a point. Yeah, I'm eating, I'm eating, yeah, I'm eating in a, a play. I'm traveling to the Rebbe, I'm eating in Kabuk Pnei Rebbe. it's a mitzvah, and it's Yamtiv. And therefore you can eat outside of you don't need a sukk. who was the one that slept on her? And the rabbis learn. those who are guarding the city are exempt from sukkah because they're, they're, they're busy. At night, when they're resting, they're obligated. Those who protect and guard the city at night, Exempt while they're guarding, they're exempt. But uh, during the day when they're resting, they're to in the sukkah. <speaking> in the <language> those who are watching the city. <speaking in> the <language> they're exempt because they're busy both day and night. Shame <speaking in> is <language> Those who are watching the gardens and the orchard orchards to them. are exempt. Why? Because those who are watching. The, the gardens and the orchards are very, very precious and very expensive uh, fruits. They don't live there. They're there all the time. Even when they're resting, they're, they're, they have an eye out on, to protect their orchards. It's very valuable. Mud, uh, with the sukkah what's the big deal? Let them make a sukkah and sit in the sukkah and watch. How is that a contradiction to watching? I'm busy watching, I can't sit in the sukkah. Well, it's not a contradiction. Sit in the sukkah and watch. A sukkah, don't forget, only needs two walls and a partial wall. So I can still watch what's going on. says the reason is, Tashra came to do... You have to sit in the sukkah just like you live, just like when a person lives in his home. The Torah forces you to leave your house and to move into the sukkah. This becomes now your permanent your home for the next seven days with your beds and all your utensils. And here he can't do that, he's busy. Mm-hmm. He's busy watching so he can't be bothered to move move to move he can't he can't be bothered to make that move Omar gives another explanation that if if you have an opening you're inviting the gun like uh, Giuliani said, the broken what so well, the broken uh, window theory if you defund the police and you insult the police, you're, you're inviting crime and that's why crime has shot up hundreds of percentage points. Chicago is out of control New York City is out of control. all the democratic cities are out of control because when you make an opening, you're inviting crime so therefore. If a ganef will see sitting in the sukkah, he's busy with the sukkah, right? He's not watching the property, so that itself is an invitation. That's why no sukkah. No, it's okay. Exactly. It's an invitation. Well, for sure. When you when you don't have bail and you release all the criminals and you and you uh, go after law-abiding citizens and you and you insult and humiliate, that itself invites crime. It doesn't take a genius and Einstein to figure out why crime, after crime has been subdued in America, now crime is out of control. We're going back 30, 40 years because of our wonderful, wonderful, wonderful leadership. Yeah. Why does Rava give a different explanation? Uh, this idea, came to Duru is a bodhisattva. He's not arguing with that principle. He, he holds. He can't say it's such a big deal. He can't take 10 minutes to move his house, a half hour, to watch his field while he's moving he's moving all his furniture from the house to the sukkah. That's not a reason to say that all seven days he doesn't have to sit in the sukkah. Come on. Firstly, he can do it. Yeah, that, that, that's not a reason. He can find the half hour and he can protect himself. huh but he gives another reason because the sukkah, the presence of the sukkah, will be inviting the crime, the criminal. It's like my yeah. benayu. What's the difference between these two reasons? If he's not watching a, a field, he's not watching uh, an orchard. What's he watching? On the on the piles. You know, after you cut the fruits, you pile them up, you make yeah. them, like, you pile them up. So according to Abayah, he's exempt from sukkah. Because again, it's a big bother for him to bring their all, all to move his house. There. But according to Rava. according to is the reason that you're inviting the Ghana if you're inviting the the corrupt cr- criminal you're not inviting anything because since all the fruits are in one pile on one place it's very easy to keep an eye on even if he's sitting in a sukkah He's not, he can still watch it. It's not a contradiction. So the Gandalf won't think he has an, he has an entrance. Why does he have an entrance? Even though he's sitting in a sukkah, he can watch it. It's all in one place. When you're watching the entire garden and you're watching the entire orchard, you can't be in a sukkah and then watch. You have two walls, two, two, two in a partial wall. It's blocking you from some part of the field. So the Gandalf is already skimming and plotting. Okay, maybe while he's busy eating, the chicken soup there I can rub in it. <laughs> but the Bible also he also says It says and those who are sick and those who are who are attending their attendance are example the We said a sick person with no mean a person who's in danger. That that goes without saying. That overrides all the mitzvahs in the the Novelty is He's not he's not in danger, but he's just sick. He doesn't feel well. I feel his eyes hurt, is he has a headache. Just a little yeah. headache, a little eye strain. Another- yeah, like <laughs> Nevertheless, he's exempt and all those are attending him uh, are also exempt. We're talking about if, there's, if there's, uh, his eye hurts, but not that his eye is in danger. Because if one organ is in danger, it's the same as your whole body being in danger. You're allowed to detrecate Shabbos for it. If you're about to lose your eye... You don't say, well, my life is not in danger. No. sakonas able because Sakonis right? is the yeah. no fascist. He lot of even good chavits. But here, we're talking about his eye hurts. It's just a, it's just a regular run-of-the-mill pain. That. Not that his eye good. is in danger. Maybe just red eye, you know. Yeah, like, exactly. Like you need exactly. It, you know. Oh, oh, oh the pharmacist. <laughs> so he says, it's okay. So him and the pharmacist are exempt because he's busy taking care of... I'm busy doing your food, so I don't have exactly, time for Exactly, exactly. not, I mean, I'm no, sh- no, not like it my eyes heard, and I was in in, in, in Kesari the great Abiyesi, the sharp one, the wise one, he was the great one. And which one Abiyesi is this? Abiyesi ben Chalafta. He allowed me and my attendant to sleep outside the sukkah. to sleep. And the kills is a bed with a canopy. And it has a height of 10. So it's, a, it's like I'm sleeping, the equivalent of sleeping outside the sukkah, because you're sleeping under it's like a separate, uh, independent uh, um, entity. Why did he allow me? Mishumbaki. It was mosquitoes <laughs> So therefore he had to sleep under a netted tent. <laughs> so he slept under this netted bed. He allowed him. Mm. It says say here biting flies. Biting flies. Worse on mosquitoes. Biting flies. So biting flies are worse. They have to be worse than mosquitoes. of the It's equivalent of going inside the house. Yeah, equivalent of going inside the house. Oh, why didn't they go inside the house? you might as well. Talk, you know, no, but he moved his bed. He moved everything out and out. That one bed, he's yeah. not going to sleep yeah, it back. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Put, put his bed mm. on yeah, but it was over ten hands. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, exactly. but Adel, the Migna, Mimtalal, Mimtalal, son of to sleep outside of the Why? not gishna. Because the earth smelled, the earth and the floor, the floor of the sukkah smelled, had a terrible smell, and it bothered him. But Rav I made a rabbi mistai from the sukkah. rabbi is consistent with his opinion that someone who's in pain, you exempt from sukkah. You wouldn't sit in your house if it had this terrible noxious odor, so you exempt also from the sukkah. yeah. <tra Nickelodeon> <anonymous då> <acceso> in uh, so well, the Mishnah um, only exempts only someone who's sick. A Mishnah doesn't exempt someone who's in pain, of who's in I or can't stand the smells. Uh-huh. I'm the, 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 the said, so, the, the, the students of the yeshiva said. There is a difference. The Mishnah is specific, only sick. But only sick, someone who's sick, then he then him and all his attendants are exempt. Mitshay, someone who is in pain. Who put it? He's exempt but not his attendant. That's the distinction. But he himself, Rav is correct, himself is exempt. Even if, uh, if he's if just inconvenient or in pain. Okay. So, the Mishnah says he's allowed to eat, anyone is allowed to eat a temporary temporary meal, a snack. allowed to snack outside the What's considered a temporary sna- snack? You know, in America, a temporary snack is a half a pie. You know? <laughs> What's considered a snack? Two or three eggs. Two or three eggs. Yeah, I got You guys
1: don't
0: buy yeah. Half a loaf of bread. many times. <laughs> 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 many times. It's a full meal. full meal, it's, a full it's a meal, is not a snack. Right. <speaking> the amount that a, a student of yeshiva takes <laughs> snacks. <laughs> He's worried, someone who's worried that the, the rabbi's gonna, the sermon's gonna be way too long. So he needs a little snack just to keep his soul alive. <laughs> He's able to survive till, till the kiddush. And then he goes in, and so that's a little snack. You just taste something to keep just, you shouldn't, shouldn't feel pangs of starvation, of hunger. Yeah, yeah, a little, exactly, exactly, exactly. No, much less, no, no much less than that. Much less than yeah. yeah. that. What? How much do they say? One
1: bear, One bale. One egg. Tongue it
0: up, one of the rabbis learn. Rambam says their teeth fall out, eyelashes fall out, their hair early. Right. So, one egg. A person would eat one, one time. Just grab something, a bite. Because your your throat can swallow at a time, the most most that your throat can hold is an egg. We're talking about bread, because fruits... Fruits we're going to learn, even if you sit down to a meal of fruits, even if you're a vegan, vegetarian and a vegan and you don't eat anything all you're eating is grass and fruits all day mm-hmm. and that's your meal you can eat it outside of the sukkah fruits is not a meal mm-hmm. a meal is bread so we're talking about that you can eat if it's just a snack i'm just eating the size of an egg you don't even have to eat it in the sukkah yeah, yeah. you're allowed to eat a snack outside of the sukkah but you're not allowed to even take a, yeah, what's it called a power a power nap for a minute or 2 <laughs> you, outside the sukkah. My time is the difference. I'm worried. <laughs> a power nap one minute could turn into into a whole night sleep, a deep sleep. <laughs> We learned about Philin, that a person is allowed to take a small nap in Fiin, you're not allowed to sleep uh, have, have a permanent sleep inside Phil. So why don't you worry <laughs> Why don't you worry that maybe you'll fall into a deep, a deep sleep? <laughs> You're right, you would have to worry, but here we're talking like, he's asking his friend, his partner, to keep an eye on him. If he falls into deep sleep, you should wake him up. The one who you asked to wake you up, he also needs someone to wake him up. <laughs> <laughs> he's also going to fall asleep. You know, Chavruza, are going to nap together. They're both fall asleep together. So who's going to wake up the... the, 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 the are you... <laughs> He puts his head between his knees, so it's very uncomfortable. There's no way you're, gonna, you're gonna turn that nap is going to turn into a permanent sleep. It's extremely uncomfortable. So it's only for good, for a minute. You just have to lay your head down for a minute just to catch a power nap. Rav Amar gives a different answer altogether. Rav Amar Enkval When it comes to sleeping... There's no set time. What's considered, you know, the deep sleep? It's called the red, uh, the sleep that really restores you. There's no set time. It could be a minute. Sometimes power naps are very powerful. You just sleep for what three minutes, and you're good to go. You're like rested. Sometimes you can sleep for hours, and you're completely uh, not restful, not rested. When you get into that REM sleep, that deep sleep. That's why there was a great rabbi, and he said, Chaim Tzantre would sleep like an hour or two a night. They asked him, how do you do it? So he says, listen, I have a, have a good head. People with good heads, when it takes a person 18, 18 hours, Chaim a 18 hours, he can catch in one hour. So people need eight hours of sleep, I do it in one hour. In other words, he gets straight to the REM gets straight to the REM. You know, you get straight to the point. The, the REM is what, what restores you and refreshes you. Mm. So sometimes a power nap, it's all you need. Five minutes and, and you're good to go. Mm. Tefillin's a whole different story. Tefillin, the reason you're not allowed to sleep by Tefillin is because Tefillin, you may, you, may, you may pass gas in it. It's disrespectful. So that then... So therefore, no, means if a person just takes a little nap for a few minutes, I don't have to worry about it. Being means but it here, if you sleep even for a minute, if this is your sleep that restores you and refreshes you, you would have to do it in the sukkah. And you did it outside of the sukkah, and therefore you're not allowed to.
1: So good This <laughs> person is my Why not? amazing Jew.
0: Jew. Uh, and he'll first, laugh at uh, another Jew who didn't do all the you know, things that he, he did. Course, right? And all you're doing is keeping Teraz and A little bit uh, your corner. You're uh, sitting uh, keeping uh, uh, so and keeping meticulously violent Teraz and Susan. He'll right, say, Ah, but the Jew, the guy who so what's the chance of disaster so you learn that a person is allowed to take a little nap and fill in, but not if he lays down to sleep a few hours. You're allowed to sleep and fill in, even if you're lying down for a while. Another Brayse we learned, not a lot, even nap and in so we have three Brayse's. Which one is it? says It's not a contradiction. All three are correct. You're right, you're right, and you're right. If you're holding it in your hands, if you're holding it in your hands, and you're not allowed to even take a nap, because it may fall out of your hands, it may fall out of your hands, you're going to drop it, exactly. Oh, the man here, when it's on his head, on its head. If it's on your head, then you're allowed to take a nap, and you're not allowed to sleep uh, deep, you know, deep sleep. Oh, the Padasudra, here he's covering it up, he covers it. He, he puts it next, next to his head, under his pillow. On this pillow next to his head. So then you say that, then you're allowed to sleep, even if it's a permanent sleep. Because the tato wasn't given to the angels, and we have to sleep. The tater, you can't tell a person, "Don't sleep." I mean, I'm tired. I have to sleep. So the tater allows me to sleep as long as I take it off the head. I treat it respectfully, and I put it. I put it on the pillow, and I cover it. So, yeah. In fact, the of a what's considered a temporary sleep, a, a, a nap. The amount it takes you to walk 100 amma, 150 feet, a little more than 150 feet. We also learn the Braise, Ayash and the Tefillin. So, one no sleeps in Tefillin with a caddy and he sees the caddy, he has an nocturnal emission. He has an emission He should grab the Tefillin by the straps, not touch the Tefillin itself, because he's tummy, he's impure. To remove it, remove the Tefillin, now he shouldn't touch the hand of the Tefillin. Just the straps. A person is allowed to take a nap and fill in but he's not allowed to take a deep sleep in tefillin. in. and what's considered a nap? The amount it takes to walk, hundred This is approved by the Rami. By said, how much is that? How long? How, what? How many minutes is that? Yeah, what does he say there? Say it takes you, yeah, less than a minute. So if you sleep for less than a minute, a minute, then you're allowed. Maybe, right. Right, as long as you're not holding it in your hand. A person is not allowed to sleep during the day more than a, a horse. A horse never sleeps. It takes like like a, a little nap. So the amount, the amount. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing to do with filling. A horse never falls into a deep sleep. It like dozes for a very short period and then it wakes up. So what is that? sixty mm-hmm. breaths. When did, what which, we, which uh, takes uh, around three and a half three and a third of a minute <laughs> you breathe it takes you sixty breaths is three and a third of a minute others say it's, we're talking about the breath of a horse the breath of a horse is a half hour the third opinion says it's three hours Yes. Why? Why shouldn't you? To, why shouldn't you to sleep to take a nap during the day? Because you're not studying Torah. Little Torah. You should be studying Torah during the day. Don't sleep during the day. But at night, at night, you're not I was obligated to study Torah. But sleeping during the day, studying at day is more important than studying Torah at night. Sleep at night. And the day should be free to study Torah. But there's one exception. What day of the week is their exception to this rule? Shabbos. Shabbos is a mitzvah to sleep. Shabbos day, not Shabbos night, Friday night. Shabbos day is a mitzvah. You have to enjoy Shabbos. You must sleep, especially when the rabbi speaks. It's a mitzvah. That's the oinah, that's the pleasure. Now, this idea—it's important to know this time because it says when a person sleeps this amount of time, of sixty breaths, you have to wash Nagovas when you wake up because you, you, you have an evil spirit. So the question is: it's a—it's a very what's, so there's a practical difference. Is it—is it three minutes? A little more than three minutes? Is it a half hour? Is it three hours? You know, there's, there's practical implications. Um, rabbi, uh, knows, uh, the, market, uh, said, the master's daytime nap was as long as a rabbi. And Rabbi's daytime nap was as long as a rabbi. Like David. And David was like a horse. The horse's nap was as long six years. The daytime nap would be very short, very brief. With each one, learn from his rebbe what the limit is of a daytime nap. So Shina says this is okay, but if it's more than that, then 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 it's not okay. So a little a little nap you're allowed to take. Mm-hmm. That's the after person needs a little nap, you know, fine, but not more than that. Not more than that should be short. Take a nap during the day It's be short, sweet, a power nap. Buy it with those during the day as long as it would take to travel from the city of Pompitiza in Iraq to Beikov. This was a distance, Rashi says, of six Parsons. Ooh, that's a, that's a lot. That's four mil. That's that's uh, twenty-four mils. It takes eighteen minutes to walk a mil. So it means that you slept seven hours in the daytime. <laughs> that's a, um, That's very difficult. I, I'd say it was on the contrary, it was less than a minute, it was less than 18 minutes. Less than 18 minutes. And nevertheless, Abiyazov criticized him. Gotta let Abiyazov, how long will you recline, or sluggard? When will you arise from your sleep? Lazy. 80, you're sleeping 80 minutes. What's wrong with you? Less than 18 minutes. <laughs> Because we said a, a horse, a horse, some say it's like three minutes, three three, and a third so, uh, minutes. Uh, some say that Tadashi means a sixth of a parson, not six parsons, sixth of a parson, six of a person, which is less than a mil, exactly, less than a few minutes. There was David Amel who would never sleep, day and night, wouldn't sleep more than 60, you, you don't want to have a taste of death. When you sleep, the amount that a horse sleeps, 60, 60 breaths, it's the taste of death so he never wanted to have a taste of death he always wanted real lives so therefore he would sleep uh, you know ve- very briefly and wake up okay yeah, yeah. a person goes into goes to sleep he wants to lie down during the day if he wants he can take off the twill and if he wants he can leave the till leave the not. he can leave them on he doesn't have to remove this twill. Because he, because he's not going to sleep deeply, he's just going to take a short nap. He's not going to invite. He's not going to be intimate during the day. Right. But Lila, however, if he wants, if he's going to sleep at night, and he has to remove the tefillin. He can't leave them on. He's not allowed to leave them on, even though if you're already wearing tefillin, technically you can leave your tefillin on even at night. But if you're going to sleep, you must remove the tefillin, not leave them on, even if he intends just to doze. Because since at night. It's very likely that from dozing, you're going to end yeah. up into, into a deep sleep. Also, at night is a time that you're intimate. You may be intimate with your wife, and that's not the feeling. It's not allowed. Right. So he says, even though we learned before earlier that a, that a nap, you're allowed to take a nap and fill in filling, but he holds it's only during the day and not at night. Right. So You did, That's one way of doing it. David and if Young men must always remove them not leave them on, even during the day. They should give them the tumma because they're frequently in a state of tumma. Because the young men have other things in their mind, and therefore they may, they may come to an nocturnal emission, become impure, while they're wearing tefillin, it's not appropriate. Even though it's it's involuntary, but since they're prone to improper thoughts, they're likely to have these involuntary seminal emissions. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Lema, (laughs) let's say, Kasabar Abyeisi, Balkeri, also near Twilin, telling me that Abyeisi holds that someone who had an emission, a seminal emission, is not allowed to wear tefillin? until he purifies himself, going to the mikveh he's well, he saying that uh, what Ezra said that someone who has um, someone who has a seminal admission is not allowed to study Torah, pray it also applies to wearing tefillin hmm. uh, he says we're dealing with young men who have wives only you know, then is a uh, required to move tefillin and the other, they had a or Maybe you're going to come to intimacy. If the wives are not present, or if someone is single, even if you're not worried about they're going to have, you know, they're young, they're going to have. Likely, they may have seminal emission. That doesn't disqualify you from wearing tefillin. You don't have to go to the mikvah in order to wear tefillin. So you're allowed to wear tefillin even without going to the mikvah, even if you had a seminal, a seminal emission. So, even though Rabbi Yacy is worried that maybe he's going to have, while he's sleeping, he's going to have a seminal emission, yeah. which is different than someone already had it in the past and he's in a state of impurity and he's allowed to put on filth. But still, Rabbi is so strict and not allowed lot wear to film because maybe the possibility of an omission surely he would ban even someone who already had in the past an omission would ban him from from uh, from wearing he's putting up from himself Right exactly But to be intimate with your wife that's surely you're not allowed. To anyone in the company of his wife, if that's the case, if you're talking about the, that if you're with your wife then it doesn't matter young or old. He only specifies young men so they're more likely to be with their wives. All the men, who knows if their wives are still alive? Who knows if they're still together? <laughs> they're still being intimate together. I <laughs> 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 so the rabbis learn What if a person forgot and he was wearing tefillin and had intimate relations with his wife? He's not allowed to grasp neither the straps nor the tefillin box. or should eat the other until he washes his hands with yitlam, and then he may remove them. Why? The hands of a person are active and therefore they probably touched an unclean part of your body. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you're not allowed to touch the tfilin with your hands. Mm-hmm. Even though we learned earlier that if you had an involuntary seminal emission, you are allowed to remove the tefillin with your strap. But it's different here, you engage in marital relations. Therefore, you came in contact with an unclean part of your body. There, you didn't come in contact with an unclean part of your body. You just had an emission. So you are in a state of impurity. If you are in a state of impurity from your emission, seminal emission, you could remove by the straps. But if your hands, that you're touching the straps, touch the part of your body that's impure, then you have to first wash your hands. You're not allowed to even touch the straps before. Excellent. So what's the halacha? What's the bottom line? If you're wearing tefillin, you have to remove them before you take a regular sleep. Why? Maybe he'll, he'll pass gas. If you're just planning to take a, to, to doze off a nap, <laughs>
1: very short, he doesn't have to remove his tefillin. We he said, he said like less than a minute.
0: Some say no, only if you put your head between your knees, right? Because then it's not going to lead into a permanent sleep. It's very uncomfortable. You have to be in a very uncomfortable position. Mm-hmm. Nab says even at night you're not allowed to take a short nap. Maybe he'll change his mind. At night it's very easy to, to slip into a, a permanent sleep. I mean to a, a deep sleep. Nabi says a young man is wearing to fill in He's not allowed to doze off even during the day. Either because his says because he may come to an involuntary seminal emission. Or he may only when he's sleeping with his wife because he may engage in marital intimacy. OK Next mission. a It was a story. It once happened. They brought to taste to taste from a dish. They brought two queava, two juicy, two, two, two kesaves, two dates. right. With leash and a bucket full of water of amru, and they both said, "The right. bring it up to the sukkah. We'll eat and drink this in the sukkah." Right, even a snack. When he would bring, bring food, bread less than the size of an egg. Not He would take it with not with his hands. He would wrap it in a napkin or in a cloth and he would eat it and he didn't bench afterwards because hmm. he didn't eat enough since it's less than an egg so it's like a snack yeah. so you don't have to eat it in the sukkah you don't have to wash your hands until it it's yadaya it's less than an egg and he didn't. you don't have to bench according to the episode Why did he then touch it? Why did he then uh, take it in a napkin? If you don't have to wash your hands if it's less than an egg. For, out of cleanliness, for, for cleanliness. Not because until you die. You don't have to wash. it. Less than an egg, you don't have to wash. You eat less than an egg, you don't make it until you die. You don't make the bracha until you die. you still say boring Yeah, you're right. Bedach is referring to... Very yeah, good. Bedach is referring to the full bench. Yeah, yeah. Full benching, you don't... You don't, you don't. Because he says vachalte v'savat he holds like Rabbi Yehuda, We learned in tractate If you remember vachalte v'savat the only food that you that fills you, mm-hmm. which is like an egg, but before you eat, you have to make a brach even if I'm eating a drop, because I'm enjoying it. I all not joy from this world without a brach. Mm-hmm. No, you just see a small amount, right? That, right, they, they right. Knock, That's right. the you're mission, exactly, God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Talking about it, let's already learn until the next mission. Talking about a miserlyist, uh, you're the contradicting story. yourself. You're contradicting yourself. Why are you contradicting yourself? You bring a story and you're saying yeah. You stu- you're bringing a story that you're allowed to eat the previous mission that we learned the you allowed to eat outside the snack you're allowed to eat a snack outside the sukkah. Right. Then you bring the story that they said no, bring it to the sukkah we're not going to eat the snack outside the sukkah the mission is missing words it's as if it's missing words like it's, you have to put in you don't have to you're exempt from the sukkah like we stated in the previous mission that's clear mm-hmm. but nevertheless and they, they were strict <laughs> they they were strict on themselves even though we're not obligated they to eat in the sukkah they the the wouldn't even the drink water outside of the sukkah Frank the of a lesbian, the lesbian and that was coming to teach me that's not arrogant oh, oh I'm such a machmed I'm so <laughs> careful no you're allowed to and a story also. we continue in 27A let's already finish the Mishnah in a napkin but if it wasn't the size of an egg right. he would have to have a sukkah if this contradicts the opinion of Rabbi Yesef Abaya, who said that even an egg's volume you don't have to eat in the sukkah. Hmm. Really? Yeah, they, remember Rabbi Ezef said, what's in a snack? A snack two is two eggs? or well, three eggs. Like worth of bread. Oh, and Abaya right. said right. the amount of a yeshiva right. student who right. eats one egg. Right, right. right. So this contradicts, Rabi says only right. because right. it was less than an egg. Right, we have a machmokas here, yeah. But they, they can argue on a Tana. Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi can well, argue on Rav sure. That's that's right. Yeah. This is the famous Rav Chadda who fasted when the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed. It was a very holy group. But you can. A mider can argue on a Tana. Right. Everything the Gemara Dilma Pachus and Kibaita and the Tilu Bracha Leboi Yikibaita Boi and Maybe the the lesson and it wasn't regarding the sukkah. A sukkah, if it's a snack, even if it's an egg, it's considered a snack. You don't have to eat outside of the Sukkah. But if it's an egg, then you have to wash and make a bracha until it's in, yeah. and you have to bench afterwards. Right. Because it was less than an egg, therefore, all three things. Therefore, not only didn't he have to eat in the Sukkah, he didn't have to wash and you know, right. make until it's Yadayim, and he didn't have to bench afterwards. Everyone have a wonderful, right. wonderful.